Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Guiana. In each episode, I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's ninth episode called Believing in Yourself. Let's get into it. Alright y'all, so this episode... I think like probably all of them, but I think the bottom line is that I'm not ever going to pick a topic (laughs) that I have 100% mastered or even sometimes 50% mastered. Like I pick topics that I still struggle with very much and that I'm still learning more about and still navigating as a person. So As per usual, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory and um, some health benefits to believing in yourself. Um, And then I'm going to share some of my own personal experience. So these uh, benefits that I'm going to list are from over60.com.au. Um, so let's get into it. The first one they have here is you will be less likely to judge others. Once you start focusing on your life and what you want to do with it, you start spending less time thinking about what everyone else is doing. This means you'll be less likely to waste time judging others or criticizing their life choices. How interesting. (laughs) Guilty. The second one is you can find more time says here, so many people use the excuse of not having enough time to explain why they aren't doing what they want to be doing. Once you decide that you're not going to wallow in pity or self-doubt, questioning your every move, you will find that you'll have more time to just get on with things. Oh, I'm super guilty of this one too. There's so many things that I want to accomplish, but the thing that I always tell myself out loud or or that I tell other people that I'm in conversation with at the time is that, Oh, there's not enough hours in the day. I don't have enough time. It's really like, and you know, it it is also true that I'm busy, but and that I do have my hands in a lot of different pots and projects, but I think it's really more about intention and just scheduling and organization and stuff. So just things that I want to get better at in, in that realm. And just finding time to do things that matter to me and believing that I can accomplish it, you know, making a decision to prioritize it and fit it in in some way. Um, the third thing they have here is you might inspire other people. Self-confidence attracts other people to you. It allows you to influence and inspire others as they see your success and want it for themselves. This is a powerful tool if you are starting a business or trying to influence other people to help you such as charity work um, the fourth one is you can take criticism with less emotion not many people like to hear about their own faults but to be truly successful it's important to take criticism on board focus on the specifics and implement changes to increase your chances of success once you believe in yourself you'll be able to take the feedback without attaching emotion to it which could cloud your judgment I really struggle with this I've mentioned in a couple of previous episodes now that I come from a critical home, so I really struggle with criticism. I'm really not good at receiving it at all. And 
everything that someone has to say about your work is not always going to be positive. And even if it's not completely and totally like brutal, it's, you know, sometimes people are going to have things that they want to share in terms of like improvements that you can make. And some people are going to be able to deliver it to you in just the way that's going to hit you, you know, just right. And, and you're not going to get offended. And some people are rough around the edges and they don't care. And they're just going to say, just going to come flying out of their mouths, you know, however, however it comes out. And, and, and as a person, like, as a creator, it's, it's really difficult to <laughs> move forward if every time somebody criti criticizes me, it kind of like takes me down a peg, you know, like I, I really can appreciate that believing in myself can help me as a person. Um, personally, I can say kind of take the things that people have to say about my work less personally and also just not, not even just my work, but just about me in general, whatever critiques people might have of me as a person and anything that, you know, I'm involved in, in regards to my own life. Um, just the idea that I will be less affected negatively, emotionally is really cool. So there's that one. Um, that's the fourth one. The fifth one and the final one is you're going to handle bumps in the road. Believing in yourself doesn't mean that you expect that life will be consistently smooth sailing. What it really means is that you will have the confidence to navigate the uncertain times, save the knowledge that you have the skills to give through it, get through it. I really love that. And I feel like it's kind of similar to the last one in the sense that it's kind of like when difficult things come up, it's, it's, it can be easy to give up or to make excuses why it's hard to continue. But if you believe in yourself, I love that there's this aspect of overcoming and, and getting to the ultimate triumph because the foundation is that you believe in yourself. So no matter what happens, that is solid. That's sturdy. So yes, that is from over60.com.au. And now I'm going to share some of my personal experiences or just kind of perspective that I have about believing in myself and stuff that I'm still learning how to implement. And I want to encourage y'all to try to implement that stuff too. And just again, remind myself <laughs> to follow my own advice. The first thing I have here is remembering past triumphs. So this is a really interesting one because I'm a musician, as I've mentioned many times at this point, and no matter how many times I've gotten in front of an audience of people, no matter the size of the audience, no matter how many times I've practiced, no matter how familiar I am with a song, no matter how many years I've been singing, it doesn't matter. I get nervous every time I know that I'm preparing for a show. So much so that I, that this really weird thing happens where I start to disbelief. I start to have disbelief in my ability to perform or to carry out the task that I've done thousands of times before. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to feel this way. It's not rational, but it happens every time I have a gig, whether I'm playing solo or whether I'm playing with other people, it doesn't matter. Like I always get this like extreme, like case of doubt that just kind of consumes me and remembering my past triumphs 
doesn't always work, but <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll work for you. Um, typically what will happen is I'll start playing the songs, um, and a few songs in, I'll kind of get into my mojo and I'll kind of start to, to relax and, and it, it doesn't go away like all the way, but you know, it, for the most part is, um, something that I can say kind of starts to fade. Um, and let's see here. Just a moment. I'm going to close this window. I do have some fun sound effects happening that are not being caused by me. There's some music going on in the background. So if you can hear uh, intermittent sounds, <laughs> then hopefully you can enjoy that. Um, let's see here. Uh, so the first one is, yes, remembering your past triumphs. Uh, the second one, um, which it works for me, and it definitely helps me to kind of like ground myself and remind myself like, Hey, like this is you, this is like your fear talking right now. Like this isn't necessarily based in reality. The, the second one is being honest with yourself about your fears. I think that it's really important to hold space for, um, emotion, uh, whatever it is, wherever it falls on the spectrum of the happiest you can be to the most in despair you can be. It makes sense to hold space for that emotion because, you know, otherwise it's just going to stay trapped inside of you. And in particular, well, yeah, I think, I think it works for, for joy as well. I don't think that anything you're feeling should be trapped inside. I think there has, you have to be honest with yourself about how you're feeling so then you can know, take the next step. So that's going to be the second one. The third one is what you do with that energy. Once you are honest with yourself, repurpose that scared energy into fuel. Because, you know, it's one thing to kind of like let out your emotions and kind of be, you know, acknowledge how you're feeling. But then in, it, it matters like what you do with that energy, what you do with that emotion. Like, do you process it in a positive way? Do you process it in a destructive way? Like, it's important what that next step is. So repurposing that energy into fuel that is positive, <laughs> that's going to work for your good. Um, I think is helpful along the lines of believing in yourself. And then number four is do it anyway. Take that, uh, take that scared energy. Uh, once you acknowledge that you're afraid, repurpose it into fuel and put that, put that into the action of doing it anyway, whatever it is that you're scared to do, whatever it is you convinced yourself that you're incapable of doing, or you're incompetent at achieving, whether it's your first time doing it, or if it's your millionth time doing it, do it anyway, do it anyway. Um, even if it's not perfect, even if you mess up, like you're going to survive like more, more than likely, unless you're like, I don't know, doing something crazy, like bungee jumping or something. I'm not sure. But if you're doing a gig or doing a task that you've done like lots of times before, like, please, like, let's try. Let's just mutually agree that we're going to stop torturing ourselves, you know, with this like lie that we're incapable of doing it 
or that we don't deserve to do it or, or whatever, whatever it is that we're telling ourselves, telling ourselves that's just not true. That's really just harmful for us to ingest and believe about ourselves. It's not moving us forward in a productive and positive way. Number five, uh, kind of goes into this a little bit. What I was just saying, speak life over yourself. It's good to be honest about how you're feeling if you're not feeling good about your capabilities, but then counter that. As soon as you're honest with yourself and you let it out in a healthy way and you, you know, try to refocus that energy and and you're in the process of, of doing it or you decide that you're going to, to embark on that journey of doing whatever it is anyway that you're trying to accomplish, speak life over yourself. Encourage yourself, you know? Um, affirm yourself, say positive things about yourself, kind of hype yourself up, be your own hype man, you know, because other people aren't always going to be there to do it for you. It's great to have people in your corner, friends, family, coworkers, uh, supporters of your work or of you in general as a person. It's great to have people who have your back and who are going to shower you with the, you know, with the love and uplifting words that you need to hear, but those people aren't always going to be there. So you have to be prepared to be your own cheerleader, like just go on and slide on into that role. Like that's you, that's your role. Um, and number six is get excited. Think about what parts of this new journey are you looking forward to? Like what parts of, even if it's something, this is a little bit more challenging for me. And that's why it just really takes like intention to make sure that I don't get bored and don't get tired of it. Like I've been gigging, um, since 2016 in, and, and doing it in a, in a sense where I'm making a living off of it. And it's, I can get bored sometimes. Like I, I have to continuously be seeking out new songs that I like and that I excite me and they don't have to be brand new songs they can be old songs they can be songs from my childhood they can be songs from when my mom was a kid like it doesn't matter where the songs are from it just matters that I'm having fun when I play and that I'm keeping my set fresh that I'm keeping my playing fresh like I want to be a better guitar player every time and, and you know it doesn't have to be leaps and bounds every time I pick up my guitar but I want to be making progress even if it's small and also so I can keep myself engaged to make sure that I'm not bored, to make sure that I'm not bringing this like Eeyore type of energy to a place where I'm supposed to be bringing life and, and having fun and hopefully inspiring people and making their day better as well as my own. So think about that. And, and, and the same goes for if it's something that you've never done before, like maybe, you know, you're really nervous and you're really unsure of how it's going to go. And that's valid and, and you should definitely hold space for that. And, and on, on the other side, conversely, you should, or maybe not conversely, simultaneously, you should hold space for or try to hold space for what there is to be excited about. Like what is there to look forward to? Like even if the thing you're most excited about is how good you're going to be one day, <laughs> like this beginning process, this these beginning steps are are ultimately laying the foundation for the time when you can be as good as you uh, dream of being in your heart and in your mind, you know? So just to recap with my personal list, one, remember your past triumphs. Um, two, be honest with yourself about your fears. Three, repurpose that sacred energy into fuel so that you can, number four, do it anyway. 
why you're doing it anyway. Number five, speak life over yourself. And six, get excited. Ask yourself, what parts of this journey are you looking forward to? Whether it's new or whether it's familiar and you need to keep yourself excited about it. Get excited. So this episode has been a little bit shorter um, than some of the other ones. I've been well past the 20 minute, 22 minute mark with some of the other ones, but yeah, it just is what it is. I don't have a specific time. Um, As long as it's like under-ish 30 minutes, I think that that'll be good. Once I start getting guests on here, uh, who knows how long it will last. It'll probably be creeping towards the hour mark. But yeah, that's that's my uh, list for y'all um, and the benefits that I got from uh, over60.com. What are some things that y'all do to inspire belief in yourself? Like, what are some things that get you like riled up and, and, and excited about yourself and excited about what you're working on? And it doesn't always have to be creative stuff. Just believing in yourself in general. <laughs> for for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish or improve in your life like what are some things that that you uh kind of uh tap into in your toolbox you know that kind of reminds you of of your worth and and kind of give you like some comfort about supporting yourself in that way choosing yourself it's believing in yourself is really a form of self-love so what are some things that y'all do? Like, hit me up. Let me know on social media. Um, also, if you are not following me on social media, please reach out. Destination Lavender on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, definitely support that community that I'm building over there on those platforms. If you want to support this podcast and any of the other creative things that I'm doing, please run on over to patreon.com slash Guiana and join one of the tiers so that you can support this content. Thank y'all so much for hanging out and listening. I'll talk to y'all next week.